Alright. mtv.co.uk slash life slash news. Thursday, July 19, 2018 by Carolyn Ferguson. 13 questions you've always wanted to ask a porn star, but that's not what webcam sessions are for. Huh? According to a study done by Mary Clay in 2015, over a third of women watch porn regularly, while Pornhub have revealed that 78% of men watch too. So basically, the adult performers that are at the top of the porn game are watched by more people than the star of Love Island. Who knew? And guaranteed... There will be 300 interviews with Megan and Wes off reality show when they come out. But we're all, but where are all the chats with these erotic actors and actresses? But look no further because we asked male X2 performer, son of the sea, and tat twink everything you ever wanted to ask a porn star. But first, okay. One, how did you get into the business? Son of the sea. I started getting into porn because of my boyfriend. When I met him, he was webcamming full-time, and after I would finish my shifts at Costco, I would go over to his place and help with the live shows. I really enjoyed it, so we started making porn videos and uploading them to XTube. Once we started making money, we realized we could do this full-time, so we both started our amateur profiles, which ultimately then turned into a porn career. Tat Twink. My first taste of the amateur porn industry was through webcamming sites. I was already using them in my spare time for personal pleasure, so it was easy for me to imagine monetizing an activity I already considered fun. I tried out a few different sites, and eventually one caught on, and I started to make some pretty decent money. Two, when was the first time you saw porn? Son of the Sea. I would have still been in high school the first time I watched porn. I was on the family desktop computer in our basement and had to make sure the browser history was deleted afterwards as no one knew I was gay. Porn was the tool that really helped me understand what my sexual feelings were. Tat Twink. I remember being at elementary school with male friends and being invited to a sleepover so we could watch a heterosexual porn film called Latin Lover on Showcase their parents' garage. I quickly realized I was more interested in what was going on with my male friends than what was on the television. Porn definitely helped me realize that I was gay. Three, what do your friends and family think of your chosen career? Son of the sea. At first, my family and friends were a little shocked by my decision to work in porn. I even lost a few friends when they discovered my content. Working in the adult entertainment industry really opened my mind and helped me learn who my true friends are. Only people who are insecure in themselves will end a long-term friendship over a job choice. Everyone I have left in my life is extremely supportive of my choices. And they're just as excited as I am for what the future has in store. Tat Twink. For the most part, my family and friends have been supportive. I think most of my family and friends are more surprised to learn that you could make a living from selling yourself online than by what I was actually doing. My family support throughout has definitely helped to keep me going long enough to be successful. Four, has working in adult entertainment made you more aware of your sexual health? Son of the seas. Yes, seeing yourself on camera makes you look at yourself a little closer. When it comes to working with other models in the industry, being safe is one of the most important aspects of making content. I look to porn for knowledge about sex. I know others are still doing so. Showing that sex is both steamy and safe is what we as porn actors need to be doing. 
Five, have you ever had a partner that just couldn't deal with your job? Son of the seas, I've been in a polyamorous relationship with my two amazing boyfriends for three years now. Two of us work in the adult entertainment industry, but we never let this affect our relationship. We talk about everything that we're doing for work and decide things as a unit. Being 100% transparent with your partner is the only way to make a relationship work, whether or not you work in porn. Tat Twink, I've definitely had boyfriends that have had a hard time with the idea of sharing me sexually with another person. I've always tried to be transparent around my partners when it comes to business so they know there's nothing to hide. Six, are there things you do at home that you won't do at work or vice versa? Tat Twink, for the most part, I feel a lot of my amateur content reflects what I enjoy doing in the bedroom. I'm a lot more vocal on camera than I am in real life, but behind the scenes, I really feel in my element. Seven, have you ever fallen for a co-star? Son of Seas, since some of my content is filmed with my boyfriends, I guess my answer would have to be yes. These co-stars mean the world to me. Tat Twink, I met one of my current partners in our polyamorous trial through doing videos together. We started slowly spending more time together at the video shoots. And here we are three years later. Eight, is it all acting or do you get any sexual pleasure? Son of the Seas. When you're filming a scene, you have multiple things to be worrying about. You've got angles, lighting, length of video, and the story all going through your head. I definitely experienced some sexual pleasure while filming, but during the majority of the shoot, I'm personally focused on getting a great shot for my viewers. Tat Twink. I'd say for the most part, the sexual pleasure is real. The angles and cameras definitely do take away from the moment sometimes, but generally I'm always into it. I feel like the product won't be very good otherwise. Nine, what do you say to people who say porn is demeaning to women? Tat Twink. When people look at porn in a violent or demeaning way, I think they're missing the purpose. Some people want to feel used and abused and both consent. I feel like they should be allowed to express themselves however they like. 10. What do you say to people who say porn is giving men an unrealistic view of sex? Son of the Seas. I wouldn't say porn is giving men an unrealistic view of sex. I believe these men are deciding for themselves that the more unrealistic aspects of porn is what's turning them on. If you like wilder, crazy sex, you just need to find someone with the same interests. It's not unrealistic because someone out there is being turned on for the same reasons. 11. What else would you be doing if not this? Son of the Seas, before starting porn, I didn't really have a life plan. I've been doing porn for a little while now. Since I'm still young, I would love to try to branch out to the male fashion modeling side, as well as continuing what I'm doing. I've always loved being in front of the camera, so my line of work fits my personality well. Tat Twink, if it weren't, if I weren't doing amateur porn, I'd likely get into tattooing and be involved in the tattoo industry somehow. I've experimented a bit on myself, but would love to seek out a professional career one day down the road. 12. What's the most awkward moment you've ever had on set? Son of the Seas. If I had to pick something, though, I guess it would be right in the beginning of my career when I had a harder time bottoming. At the time, I was less experienced and had a difficult time relaxing myself to receive. I still get the content I wanted, but this would just slow down the filming process. It was a little embarrassing for me. Thankfully, my partner was super understanding, and this isn't an issue anymore. Now I'm much more comfortable filming in either position. Tat Twink. Well, I've definitely had a few awkward moments over the years, but nothing too crazy. Once at the top climax within a minute of filming, so we had to take a break and reset. Not the end of the world. 13. What are the biggest mis 
what are the biggest misconceptions you think people have with people who make porn? Some of the seeds. I believe the biggest misconception people have about me is that I'm very promiscuous in my day-to-day life. When I'm home, I have my relationship and that makes me very happy. Porn is my job and I do take it quite seriously. I flirt and post risque photos, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, this is my job, my personal relationship, is incredibly important to me. Pat Twink, I think the biggest misconception with people who make porn is that we have no standards or engage in prostitution. Most people ask this through online messaging, making it easy to politely decline these types of requests, assuring them I'm not that type of entertainer. That brings to my attention that I love being in front of the camera. I love to be seen. I love to be at the forefront. I love to be heard. And I I say this, um, I have supportive people in my life when it comes to my feature chosen career of being a pornographer or performer. Um, I've always been aware of my sexual health and that wouldn't change just because I'm going to be working in adult entertainment in the future. And I've always been upfront about who I am and what I like. So I wouldn't pick partners that wouldn't like my job. (laughs) And the things I do at home are the same things I do at work. That's how consistent I am talking about myself, not, not dissing anybody. Um, Falling for a co-star? I would be for it. I would be all for that. I get any sexual pleasure? Right. And because I would be doing ethical porn, there's no... I mean, there's a little bit of acting in terms of, like, the script, but in terms of the sex itself, it wouldn't be any acting. It would be all genuine, raw, safe sexual pleasure. Um, I don't think that porn is demeaning to women. I think that um, making pleasure and desire all about the man, now that's demeaning to women. Um, I don't think that porn is giving men a, a realistic view of sex. I think that male misogyny when it comes to sex and women is giving men an unrealistic view of both women and sex. So porn is not doing that per se. I think it's men trying to hijack sex and trying to hijack women. And they try to hijack women by trying to hijack sex. I think that's the issue, you know. Um... I think, um, yeah, porn has some acting, but, and yes, you got mainstream porn who has, and their their legitimate concerns about them, but it's really more the men giving themselves unrealistic view of sex and not so much porn. And what else would I be doing if not the set? If not porn, I would be podcasting, book writing, like I'm doing now. Um, what's the most awkward I've ever had on set? 
I would love to ask that question when the time comes that hasn't come yet. This is the successful that people have when they corn. Um that rape culture is okay. Which is bullshit because rape culture is never okay and why make it okay when it comes to sex workers, whether they're camera sex workers or non camera sex workers. That's just all fuckery as I call it, and, you know, getting into the business, how would I do that? I would apply for ex-confessions, that would be the way I would do it, uh, eventually, I would start there, uh, first time I saw Cole, well, you, you know that I had a background that was unpleasant and exposed to it as a child. I think um, adult material of any kind should be kept away from children. Um, and I'm not doing porn. I'm not, I'm not doing porn to um, be out of trauma. I'm not doing porn out of pain. Um, I would be into porn whether I wasn't traumatized, wasn't in pain. As you know, a lot of y'all know, I was sexually abused. So, it has nothing to do with that. I am who I am with or without the abuse. So, it's a part of my um, center stage personality. At the same time, I'm not selfish and I'm not arrogant. I do self-care. I do... Um, make sure that I am treating myself well, and at the same time, I'm not a conceited bastard, as some people would like to say, about anybody who self-cares and doesn't be nice people. Um, and that's real. So, glad to touch on that. Let me talk about this. Uh, Nadia North talks with Captain Jack. Nadia has been, this is interviews.adultdvdtalk.com Nadia North. Nadia has been in the industry for just over a year now. Besides being married to someone famous, Nadia is making a name for herself as someone who likes to get banged in front of their husband. She is the co-owner of a production company stars and directs these features we talk about all that and more captain jack tell me about nadia north nadia nadia north i grew up in chicago i was the captain of the cheerleading squad in high school and i was in and i was an orchestra i also played the violin in college cj captain jack so the questions are from captain jack also the cj and the answers are from Nadia North. Alright, here we go. Did you graduate from college? Yes, I have a degree in business and real estate. I was a realtor for a while too. How long have you been shooting? Me and my husband have our own production company. I started filming movies last December. You have a tremendous rack. What size are they? 32 Triple D. When did you get them? It's been a couple years now. As long as you brought him up, Peter North is a legend. When did you first meet him? I was actually raising capital for one of his companies. Did you know who he was? She started laughing. 
not really. I didn't pay too much attention. I didn't know that he had his own production company. I just kind of knew the name. How long have you been together? About three years. This is my last question about Peter. He's known for his prodigious pop shots. Is he the beer can at home? Does he explode like he does on camera? Oh my God, he probably comes more at home. Our sex life is amazing. I'm a very, very lucky girl. When did you lose your virginity? Actually, I waited. I was a virgin in high school. I was 18, I lost my virginity. I was married once before, so I actually waited until marriage. Did you ever go through a wild streak? Not in my personal life, I was actually pretty reserved. That just wasn't my style. Now may be different, she laughed. I've always been pretty open-minded. Back in the day, did you ever have it in your mind that you'd get into porn? We were talking about it. It was kind of funny how it happened. He said it would turn him on to watch me with another guy. That's how it actually started. We had a series called Unfaithful that I directed and starred in. That was for us because we were, because, because we were in every scene together. How was your first time on film? You're going to laugh. My very first scene was a gangbang with him. He blindfolded me and he brought me into a room. And that was how it started. Hello, here I am, world. That first gangbang didn't include anal and DP. I always go anal. That's my thing. I love anal. The whole movie is anal. There's also DP in it. Are you going to confine your shooting to your own production company? Or are you going to branch out to different companies? I'm going to branch out to the other studios. I've been thinking about it, but I haven't yet. I do want to, and I'll also shoot for our company as well. Does Peter still perform in your productions, or is he just a producer slash director? He doesn't really direct anymore. I do that for the most part, or we do it together. His scenes now, he's only with me. He hasn't been with any other women since we've been together. He doesn't want to. That's remarkable for him. He's on the set all the time when I'm working. I get turned on because he's turned on. He makes sure I can see him and I wink at him. We flirt with each other all the time when we're filming. What's your favorite position? It depends, I guess. It depends on where we're at. For the most part, it's doggy. What do you like sexually? What gets naughty or wet? Honestly, I'm probably the biggest nympho ever. If you would talk to him, he'd say that too. I'm literally always ready to go. I make him pull over and we fool around on the side of the road. Our sex life is amazing. It's that passion, that heat, that love. It's all that. Plus, we get very creative. I'll put his pants underneath my skirt and have him finger me in a restaurant. I'm that girl. She laughed. How often do you masturbate? If he's not around, a lot. It depends on the day and how much time I have. She laughed. We have sex all the time. I keep a rapid vibrator in my purse. She laughed. Did, did you watch porn before you get to the industry? No, I wasn't a huge fan. I kind of did my own thing. When a guy pops, where do you prefer it? In my personal life, I like it when he comes inside me. I think it's hot. He can pick which hole. It doesn't matter. Are you a size queen? Do you like huge cocks? I wouldn't say I'm a size queen. It's how you use it. You don't have to be huge. Obviously, he is, which is great for me. What are you like off camera? What are your hobbies and interests? I have a Ducati motorcycle, so I ride. I also love cars. I'm a total gearhead. I don't look like it, but I am. What kind of music do you like? A little bit of every, a little bit of everything. Do you have any favorite movies? I like Gone in 60 Seconds. I always like that one. What's your favorite TV shows? I'll be very honest. I don't have enough time to watch TV. What's your favorite food? I like salmon. We're both really healthy eaters. What's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? Damn, do I have to narrow it down? We do stuff all the time. We were working out at the gym and we didn't even make it a couple of blocks because we were both heated and we stopped in an alleyway. That was fun. We'll do it anywhere. And how can the fans get a hold of you? 
on Twitter at I'm at Nadia XXX North on Instagram. I'm at Real Nadia North, but I just started it. Oh man! Wow. I, my favorite interviews are porn star interviews because they are the most truthful. They're the most unapologetic and they're the most daring. I appreciate Nadia North and her husband. I, I think they're awesome. Um, oh, this is going to be good, y'all. This is going to be really, really good. Interview with a pregnant porn star by the Hairpin, February 2014. This is the com. Fresh faced and dressed in a white tunic and leggings, Caden Cross sits at her dining room table in the San Fernando Valley with a California sunlight porn. In through the days, in through the doors behind her, she runs her fingers through her long blonde hair and occasionally places a hand on her belly. At 28 years old, she's expecting her first child with fiance Manuel Ferrara. But Cross has an unconventional background leading up to motherhood. The Sacramento native is one of porn's biggest stars, with a resume that includes leads in movies like Body Heat, Tyler's Wood, a spoof on Tiger Woods' Many Transgressions, starring Cross as Ellen Nordegren. She's won awards ranging from Best American Starlet to Hottest Sex Scene. Cross also has held coveted contracts with big name production companies, including Vivid, Adam and Eve, and Digital Playground. Cross and I talked that asking about the intersection of porn and motherhood, dealing with her haters, and her biggest concerns about going through labor. Congratulations. Thank you. This is your first, right? This is my first and only. I've always known I only want one. Are you excited? I am. There's that whole tension, though, because essentially the physics of one human head inside of a totally different human's body, it has to come out somehow. I read somewhere that over the course of human evolution, there was this big burst forward with human intelligence when language and tools started becoming a thing, and we just were picking up pace. And the thing that slowed us down is that the head couldn't get any bigger. Like, that's literally what stopped us from advancing any further in evolution. Our skulls got too big for our hips. We actually wouldn't be able to get out. That's all that happened? At my last doctor's appointment, they measured her skull and it's 22 centimeters. I was like, it's going to stay like that, right? She just gets fatter from now on? They're like, nope, it gets bigger. So it was the pregnancy plan. It was the plan in the sense that we weren't actually trying. We just weren't actively not trying. You know, people go for 10 years trying to have kids and it's this thing that it's worked towards. So when we were like, yeah, we're going to have a kid now, in my head, I was like, okay, so in the next couple of years, something will take. We talked about it in March, I think, and then suddenly I show up pregnant. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought I had a good six months at least to get used to the idea. Did you have a hard time giving your body over to pregnancy, especially since your parents were part of your job? The anxiety I went in, which is probably worse than anxiety I've had during this pregnancy in this industry, it's not only like, will I look fat and clothes, but also will I have changes in the most intimate places? I don't think there's any other industry in the world where you fear an episiotomy scar, if it comes to that. But the way again, I was lucky. I didn't have too much discipline. I just hated all food being pregnant. We have to be so many things, and one is this internally youthful sex symbol. It's funny, too, because we're supposed to be motherly and nurturing, but how are you all supposed to be young and youthful and untouched-looking? It's really unfortunate. 
It seems like some people might have a hard time with the whole porn star becomes a mom thing. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, they kind of don't mesh well. I remember when I first met porn stars, I was like, you have kids? How do you do that? But being around it, I, get used, I got used to it. I mean, I was shocked when people started having kids just in general. People I went to high school with, you hear about it and you're like, are you old enough for that? Is that okay? Obviously, there are going to be things like I'm not going to want her to dig through certain boxes in the garage. On the other hand, there are so many worse things I'm going to have to steer her through in life. I don't know if you saw our cat bunny sitting in the window. This bunny is also, she's six years old. Best case scenario, she lived to be nine years old. So I'm going to have this baby. She's going to be attached to this bunny. And right where she's most attached, this rap's going to kill over on her. K-E-E-L. I'm going to have to explain death to a three-year-old. Wendy... When do you think you'll tell her about your porn career? It's going to be one of those things I'm going to gauge based on how long I think I can hold up on telling her. Obviously, the longer I can wait, the better to some extent. I think I, I can wait till she's an adult. I don't get recognized too much now. I just don't. If I put on makeup and high heels and a spray tan, yes, but even then, it's not as often. But it could be something as stupid as some diehard fan seeing me in a coffee shop when she's seven years old. I have a friend whose son is 12 now. She was getting really popular. He was seven or eight, and she took him to Disneyland. It's Disneyland. You think that people would have some type of tactic? Kid, there are kids everywhere, and some guy just started yelling her name, freaking out for her poor name. So her son turns to her and says, why do they call you that? Oh, no. And she's like, I don't know, honey. And the guy just went not let up. I mean, it's Disneyland. She's with kids like, shut up. You can't control for other people, but there'll be the padding of years and aging things buried beneath other stuff that comes out. Do you worry about what her reaction is going to be when she, when she does find out? No, I mean, I'm not religious and we're not going to raise in a religious way or the attitude that sex is somehow shameful or bad. So that fear of sex that comes from that will not be there. That's the same way. If I had children or, or just offspring in general, I would raise them the same way. I like her and I am willing to have sex anywhere as long as it's legal consenting and there's no harm that was referencing not ignore let me keep going we have to be so many things and one is this eternally youthful sex symbol it's funny too because it's supposed to be muggly and nurturing but how you also supposed to be young and youthful and untouched looking she repeats again i mean it's often going to be the idea that there's a time and a place for it you don't just go out and I mean, it's funny coming from a porn star to say that, but you don't just go out and fuck and spread it around everywhere for no good reason or attention or whatever you're doing. There are reasons to have it and reasons not to have it. So I think she's going to have a very healthy idea of what sex is. And it's not going to be scary, evil, bad, secret, mysterious thing. Right, and you do it for a job. You take good care of yourself. You manage your money well. And you have clear boundaries about what you will and won't do. Yeah, in general, boundaries with sex are important. But especially when your job is sex, you need to have them. It's a cultural thing that boundaries have fallen all over the place. I want her to have the healthy attitude that sex is natural and normal. It might be hard to keep your career from her as she gets older, though. Right, that, there's the internet, but my fiance, her father, has a seven-year-old from a previous marriage, and that little boy has no idea. He's not like, let loose on the internet. It's not like someone hands him an iPhone and says, go play. I think we use technology way too often with kids. There will be an age 13, 14, 15, where she has more access to the internet. But I think that's 13 years from now. The number of girls that go through the industry, it will be really hard to find me and to recognize me looking like that, looking like I do that point. I'm sorry, but I think that's 13 years from now with the number of girls that go through the industry, it will be really hard to find me and to recognize me looking like I do at that point in time. I'm not going to say 
that, that that's impossible there are ways to handle it and i think for the most part people are rational for the most part and if i were to be recognized they're not going to be like a line of dudes coming up to me i'm holding that while i'm holding a three-year-old being like hey i really like your pornography yes one would hope not that it can't happen there are people who just don't have that filter whatever it is but for the most part we're mostly rational people dealing with other rational people i love her thought patterns i'm a rational person that's attractive to the place that I know I shouldn't take her is New York City. I get recognized there all the time. It's so weird. You go to New York and everyone in New York knows porn. Oh, really? I, I would think there would be more recognition in LA. I think in LA there's so many bigger names, you know. Like you've got reality stars all over the place, musicians, entertainers. So when they see a porn star, they're like, well, I saw Tom Cruise yesterday. So what do you think your daughter wants to get into porn? The thing I'm worried about is that she will see it as a quick ticket because it is It'll be very hard to sit down and say, okay, so I did this and I was actually fine with it and it really went well for me, but please don't. That's going to be hard to explain. I think that a big problem for is just the way the model is. You have your little seven-year-old rise and you just are out. Other things that might be worth pursuing, while there are a lot more work on the front end, you have a career for 30 years. So that would be the thing I'd be worried about with her. I wouldn't want my daughter to go in, make a bunch of money, get really used to this lifestyle and just fall off. Then come close to 30 and be like, what do I do now? There's so many things she can do to apply herself and I want her to do one of those things. So it's not about sex, it's about really about the practicality of the career. The thing I'm, I'll show you repeat it again. The thing I'm worried about is that she'll see it as a quick ticket because it is maybe very hard to sit down and say, okay, so I did this and I was actually fine with it. They've been went well for me, but please don't. It's gonna be hard to explain. Well, for a girl in porn, you have seven to 10 years if you're really, really committed. I don't want to say you can't make it, but it's something that you see people make it. The odds are not for her. I came into the industry at a different time that doesn't exist now, and it definitely won't exist in, and it definitely won't exist in 20 years. Now you do have much, now you do have so much more for so much less. It's kind of this race to the bottom. Everyone's shooting cheaper and cheaper. It's not even a really good option for her, even if she came in with the same mindset as I did. I don't want to shun the industry say it's bad. It's hard if you're starting out now. You have to be more creative than ever. It's run, it's run like a business, not just waterfall income. Is the kind of success that you have in porn, you had in porn rare? It is. I would say it's rare and it requires a lot of discipline. I was lucky enough to have, or to have already had the experience because I was a dancer before I got into adult. I had that lifestyle and it's unsustainable. So when I came into adult, I was so shaken up by the idea of reaching an end and not having a career that I tucked away a lot of money. How you deal with the haters and the judgment of people who feel like porn stars shouldn't have kids? To be honest, there's some cases where porn stars shouldn't have kids. There are some cases where doctors shouldn't have kids. It's a matter of the person. Some people shouldn't have kids. You have to have the resources. And I don't mean you shouldn't have kids if you don't have the money. I mean, if you don't have the actual emotional resources, the things that you need to give a child so that he, that they can grow up in an environment where they feel loved and respected, if you can't provide that, don't bring a fucking kid into this world. And I think there's just a perception of what a porn star is. And we do push that perception because that's what we're selling. But you think of a porn star as someone who's impulsive, just kind of does whatever any cost and for any amount of attention. Which I can remember they're doing this for a camera. They're being paid to portray this character. But that tends to not translate to someone who might be very nurturing and stable for a young person. So I can see why the perception is there. It's just like, you can't look at an actor and say, oh, that person's a bad person, didn't you see this movie? Yeah, true, people have a visceral reaction to people in the adult industry, even being around kids. Do you remember when Sasha Gray went and read in elementary school and there's this huge backlash? Yeah, people freaked out. 
seemed like an overreaction. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not like I ever asked it, but I almost think someone in that PR team knew that, knew that was going to happen. was like, this is going to be good press. Yeah, that's possible. Just because you can't expect to put someone who was in the sex industry in front of children and people not freak out. The fact is, people hear sex and they think all kinds of nasty things. They think, I don't want my kid near it. That's just, that's just what we do. So on, on one hand, it's irrational to freak out over it. On the other hand, it's irrational to expect that people wouldn't get freaked out. True, so on the flip side, I do think that having done porn might make you a better parent. I think I've just been in enough situation though that most people are just doing their best and there's a sense of understanding and empathy. And I think I can take a lot more perspectives than I could before. Just having that ability creates relationships where you can understand another person in a better way. There there are other things. Like I was in, I was lucky enough to get in, do porn, do it right for the money side. I have, and I've set up a nice future for this child. It's not to be some point where I have to choose between buying her Christmas present, buying her lunch, you know? I always knew that I wanted one child, and I always knew that when I had one, it would be a time when I could afford to forever. Then just the amount of experience traveling, the unique situations I've been in have made me very aware of everything going on around the world. I think it'll be, I think it'll be able to contribute to a very well-rounded person. I hope so. I can imagine, I can almost imagine being around other people in the adult industry would have a positive effect. It seems like an open-minded group of people. Yeah. They tend to be, again, though, it's not like you can get one type of person in porn. You do have people who really do like attention. They will talk about anal sex as well as they can in a restaurant. And you learn not to go to lunch with them, and you know not to put your kid around them. It's been cool being with Manuel for this time, seeing how he's been with his son up until now. But it's kind of reinforced the idea that you can just control who you're around. He's just very careful about who he's, he's just very careful about who comes over. He knows that person very well. He knows that person's not going to draw out this long string of curse words followed by a sex story. A few weeks after we spoke, Cross gave birth to a healthy baby girl, which by my OS. Um, I understand her mentality. I, I appreciate what she said. The only thing I would say is, is that That's why ethical porn is so good. See, uh, I don't think a lot of mainstream porn performers know that ethical porn exists. So in ethical porn, being paid fairly is a requirement. And they even help, they even want to help me with budgeting. They want to make sure that as a porn performer, you experience economic justice for you, for your family, loved ones, friends. They want to make sure that, you know, you're good and that the people around you are at peace knowing that you're good, right? So that's what I mean when I say economic justice, in this case for porn performers. Because uh, if you do right by the performer, you're doing right by the other people in their lives that they contact, that, that, that they have in-person relationships with. Um, so I can understand the trepidation about her daughter doing it, but I would say you can do well in ethical porn. For example, uh, Erica Luss won't take advantage of you because there's no racism when it comes to her and her business. There's no homophobia when it comes to her and her business. Um, there's no massage when it comes to her and her business. So that's why I want to tell people ethical porn. I understand in mainstream porn, the, the concerns, I, I get it. But ethical porn, there's 
basically no bullshit. It's true. Like the the distribution is human rights revering. Um, the producers are human rights revering. The directors are human rights revering. The performers are human rights revering. The filmmakers are human rights revering. The talent. Um, scout is human rights revering. By the way, I want to be a talent scout in porn. I do. Um, the intimacy coordinator is human rights revering. The casting crew, the camera crew, uh, the higher ups, the set, they're all human rights revering. So ethical porn, full time, part time safe sex and equality and equity all around are very much requirements in ethical porn. Because I think when people say I want to get into porn, they think of mainstream. And I want to, and, and I, I'm sorry, this is the last time I'll say it. I know I said it last time, but I really mean it this time. I want to be a mainstream porn superstar legend that does ethical porn. Yeah, what's the best way to put it? I want to shoot and star in ethical porn scenes with some mainstream porn companies. Because there's some mainstream companies that are ethical when it comes to off-screen and on-screen. Ethicalness in front of the camera, behind the camera, are required by those companies, and that's the ones I want to do. So I would say also people shouldn't be coming up and, you know, blabbing inappropriate things and name dropping you out loud with you with your kid. Like, nah, have decorum, have some um, classiness about your behavior. Um, so I would, I would say that say budget well, whether you get to porn or not, just budget well. And I wouldn't tell a kid not to do porn. I would say, get into ethical porn. You would be treated right in the world. Or if you want to do a mainstream porn company like me, um, Make sure they specialize in ethical porn. That's what I'll be doing. So whatever company you want to get into, study their distribution history. Make sure the titles are not dehumanizing. Um, the way it's, and make sure it doesn't, ethical porn, the marketing is human rights revering. So make sure that the marketing and everything about the off-screen and on-screen are free of dehumanization of any type. You know, the naming, and the advertising, promoting, make sure that all human rights are there. So, um, yeah. You know, that's the, that's the important thing is teach your children about ethical porn instead of, well, and you know, just don't do it at all, especially mainstream. No, educate them about there are companies that 
will treat you as a human being, a full-fledged human being, for real. So that's what um, I definitely would say. Okay, so now that I'm finished with that, I am a person who engages in numerous casual sexual relationships with people. I am having many ethical sexual relationships. I am having and involving many ethical sexual partners. I'm not restricted to one ethical sexual partner and I'm not restricted to a few ethical sexual partners. I am I, I am characterized by an involving wise discerning mingling and association, especially my having sexual especially my having ethical sexual relations with a number of ethical partners on a consent, equality, respect, trust, and safety basis. I am having a lot of different ethical sexual partners and ethical sexual relationships. You know, you know, there's a fluidity and a fluctuation of myself and my partners, right? Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a couple. Not sometimes a couple meaning two people. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a couple of people. Sometimes it's a few people, sometimes it's some people. You know what I mean? Sometimes a lot of people. And when I say people, they're all ethical sexual partners. They're all ethical sex partners, for real. Because I'm an ethical sex partner. We're all ethical lovers, myself and them. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um... And the duration of time is different, you know, for every partner. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I think I'm going to close. You know? I'll do the reproduction uh, episode. I'll finish the part three of the reproduction episode uh, tomorrow. Um, I just want to conclude 